0: Everybody, it's your boy Flash from ALWT Gaming, at least we try gaming, a.k.a. malachi 36 I am here with Mill Dewey Carey. I started off with you this time, my good sir. How are you doing today?
1: Feeling called out.
0: Feeling called <laughs> out? How so?
1: You started with me. How could you?
0: I always start with nine ball. decide to shake it up. You know what I mean? Shake it like a salt shaker. Uh,
1: all right, fine. I'm doing good. Tired, but good
0: there with you man i don't have my raised energy drink i have myself a dr pepper but y'all ain't not know where to get raised energy drinks and i'll say that in the middle of the show but until then it's the nine ball corner pocket how are you
2: i'm okay i'm 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 good i'm okay i'm good (laughs) speak life my dude speak life i'm alive
1: (laughs) we're (laughs) we're good we're good
0: Welcome to All things Gaming Season 2 Episode 9 for 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, we got some very interesting news that's coming up. But before we get into all of that, I want to start off the day with Emile Carrot again. How have you been, man? What have you been playing? What's been new with you since we last spoke last Tuesday?
1: I've been playing a crud ton of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. There's so much to do in that game, man so many side quests side missions and errands contracts just getting extra things finding extra stuff relics um just a lot of just extra stuff that they've gotten like it's not even required to do the main missions in terms of level caps and everything but it's, it's just fun stuff to do to really try and get to know the world and know this new place that aloys in um and going through um so it just kind of helps you know if you really like lore diving and everything it's really good for that so i always would recommend it um but yeah it's it's fun and it's but it's very time consuming like i've been playing since it came out and good good lord <laughs>
0: <laughs> heard that heard that um quick little side note i wonder if anyone has any recommendations as far as a good black uh cover to have over your window like just little sheets or whatever please. blackout
1: curtain yeah, Some black occurred, something,
0: something like that. Like I want to, I want to yeah. get something here. I've been thinking about it for a while, and I think I'm going to actually take action on that. So, anyone have anything that's cost effective and pitch black? Please throw it inside the chat or email us at at least we tried dot gaming at gmail.com. On over to you. I'm going to pivot to it's a nine ball. What have you been doing, man? What's you been up to? What have you been playing? I know we were talking a little off stream as far as what you had completed.
2: Yeah. Um Well, I finished Plague's Tale. Woo! I I know. I'm currently um, going through, well, returning to two titles. Uh, Outside of Master Duel, we're playing Death Stranding. Okay. And we're trying to spin back to Dragon Age 1. Okay. Do you remember where you left off on, on Dragon Age 1? Uh... I might start over because while I was at I was in the middle and I know I had Morgan and I believe he was talking to her mother at the beginning still. So I was about to say, yeah, if you if you were if you were talking to her mother the first time because the second time I was optional. Was the, I can't remember if it was the first or second. I remember I was talking to her mother. Uh, I think I think it was still at the beginning when I last stopped.
0: Yeah, yeah, if you were talking to Flemeth the first time, then yeah, that's all part of the story. But if you talk to her the second time, that is optional. You don't have to do that to proceed on with the story. Um, but yeah, but but if you're talking to her the first time, then yeah, you're still pretty early on inside the game. And I would recommend starting over. But do recommend, again, me and Mildewi Care had said this on previous streams. Make sure you guys are powering through that beginning portion because it kind of is a grind. It's pretty aged. Um, midway through, it gets better. And then when you complete, it, you have a breath of fresh, uh, fresh air. And then from there, Dragon Age 2 and in Inquisition will just get you. It's flowing, flowing and going. It feels a lot better. A lot better.
1: That nitty gritty beginning of having to build the house before you can truly get in and enjoy
0: it. I appreciate that you were just rapping just now. That nitty gritty beginning. Of, like, like all of that, no doing. I'm all with it. All with the shenanigans. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then you said you're playing Death Stranding, too, as well. Do you know where you're at with that one?
2: Yeah, I started that <laughs> one back over, as well, because the controls on that one kind of throw... If I enter in the middle, it kind of throws me off. I don't want to give away too much of the story, because I remember where I was at originally, and it's... And I know y'all probably won't know where I'm at. I'm pretty <laughs> much delivering... Starting my main deliveries... Okay, yeah, I got my baby and I'm going on my deliveries. Heard that. What'd you name him or her? Hey, you don't name the baby. It's... Uh, we can name the baby. What are you naming him or her? I don't know. I don't know. So, don't know ladies babies. and gentlemen, the I want to give you a little call.
0: context here. That nine ball has 75 different aliases. All right, 75 <laughs> plus. <laughs> I think you can think of a baby name. So by the end of this episode, I want you to have a baby name on deck. I don't even care if it's Prometheus. All right, like <laughs> I want to have something. Um, and then lastly, before we go on over to what I've been playing, you uh, Plague's Tales, what you've been playing. Uh, I asked for a your own personal opinion. Um, it, did you want to do a review video on that, or did you just want to tell us what your
2: review is right now? Um, I can tell you what I'm gonna probably give it. Okay. I really didn't think it over. Probably be between a 7.5 and an 8. I liked it. I had some slowdown issues. I'm not sure if that was my computer or the game itself. But (sighs) you have to be real particular. If you don't like escort missions, you're going to have a lot of escort missions in this. They're not usually like the characters don't feel as cumbersome, but It's a lot of escort missions and a lot of sneaking. So if you don't like stealth games, don't play this one. A Plague's Tale, basically, you don't have a life bar because if you get caught, you basically get one It
1: Oh, original Sly Cooper.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you get killed. Yeah, most people... Well, it makes sense. I mean, you're like a girl up against, like... I mean, I'm not trying to say women can't do nothing. Yeah, so you know, like, you're no, like 15, oh, no. 16. Did. Yeah, you're like 15, 16. <laughs> dealing with like a fully got, got dude carrying a battle mace. It's a knight. A full, it's a train knight. Armor. All you
1: need gun. all you need is that chink in the armor and a good shank. That's all you need.
2: <laughs> and when I have a touch <laughs> on the rats, God, that, is, that is a nightmare fuel right there. The amount of rats <laughs> you go through and stuff, uh, that stuff gets you in your sleep. and i I think think. too the end just hit like i don't know the end was all right it's just (laughs) that last boss battle was it was kind of starting to hit that level of just ridiculousness Hmm. i don't want to spoil it but if you ever see it, it it's 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 unique
0: now, let me, let me ask you this real quick, because uh, most of us who have PlayStations and all that good stuff was able to get the Plague's Tale uh, game on PlayStation 5 for PlayStation Plus a couple months back. Is this a game that will be wor- that you would be worth playing through
2: again on PlayStation 5? I could still play it. I liked it. I mean, for me personally, I liked the game. I think it was a very fun game. I think it was um, I don't regret not uh playing the, i mean i don't regret playing the game at all i think it was worth a shot and i'm glad i bought it and gave it a go cuz it is for me it was pretty good but like i said before it's a very particular game and it's not it's sort of like where i want another game i'm going to get to eventually uh, the medium and then hit because this is not going to be a game for everybody you know like we played with ohio yeah this is not an ohio game right right because you're not going to, I mean, yeah, you get the means to take people down and kill them, but it's not like you're going to be running and gunning. You can't run and gun on this game. You have to be smart about the items you use, how you use them and stuff like that. Um, Which brings up another issue somewhat, let's just say, enemy AI. Sometimes you look like this is just ridiculous, some of the stuff they do. <laughs> From time to time, they're the dumbest rocks or they're like hulks. So there's no in between. Sometimes, yeah. Is there a difficulty setting on the game? I want to say there is. I didn't really look into it. I just did on default setting. Right, right. I don't know why there would be really a difficult setting. You really wouldn't need one unless you make the enemies more aware and can just see through everything. Well, Well, one, I mean, that's...
0: That's kind of where I'm getting at is I'm wondering, because there's a there's a lot of complaints about games of how should they have difficulty settings, should they be playable for everybody, stuff like that. I think accessibility and uh, entry of play are two entirely different things. If you're blind, uh, limbs missing, stuff like that, yes, we should probably cater to those so that way they're not prohibited from playing these types of games. I also, I do think though, however, that there's certain games such as Elden Ring, which we're going to get to in a minute, um, that I think that this difficulty should stay like how it is. It's just one of those things where it's just like, hey, this is for the hardcore gamers. This is not something that your random five-year-old can just pick up and just start playing. Because that's where that's the thing that I kind of get into whenever it comes down to adjusting difficulties. Because that was one of the things about Final Fantasy VII original for Final Fantasy VII remake. They do have difficulty sevens uh, settings in Final Fantasy VII remake. Cool, whatever it is, what it is. I'm in that camp that I would have been fine if they didn't have a difficulty setting. Mainly because if I like if I'm away and my son is grown up or not grown up, but like. Six or seven years old, and he wants to play a video game. He can't just simply put it in and start playing. And if he does, he's not going to get very far because he's not that good at it. You know what I mean? So like, it's almost like a another level of parental control. If you have that level of being like, hey, this is for teens and above. Literally supposed to be for teens and above. Anything below, then not only will they not like it, but they won't understand it because they don't know the mechanics of it. If you have it set to super easy, to where you could just walk through the game. That's, I mean, I, anybody could just play that game. doesn't matter if there's sexual nudity in there. It doesn't matter if there's cursing in there. If you don't want to have an ex, like a, a kid exposed to that, there's really no, not really any ways around that besides just being like, hey, don't play this game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That's just that's just my little two cents about it. Um, I, 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 I'm, all, I'm in that camp that, again, if the game's too hard, just get good keep well, <laughs> just keep trying at it, you know what I mean? But accessibility differently. If it, if it if you're trying to cater to colorblind blind people, okay, make that a, make that a necessity. I get that. But as far as it just being like, "Oh, I can I don't understand. It. I can't get into it." Just get good. Just pra- practice make That's
2: me. <laughs> um, well, for me it's um I see where you're coming from on that. It's certain things that is true about that. I don't believe in catering to all difficulties for people. I believe there's certain games that go for certain people. Is some games, I'm going to like, you're not going to like. Like, for example, I'm going to probably eventually come back to the medium. I do want to play the medium. It's, again, not a game for everybody. Yeah. I believe there's games. Games are a lot like music in a lot of ways. There's different genres for different people. I don't believe that um, they should make a game that should try to cater to everybody because that's generally how you mess up the worst Take for example one of my favorite examples, Dead Space Three. Dead Space Three was it was a okay game. I mean, most people gave it a lot of flack, especially Dead Space fans. But they made it. It was a pretty, I would say, competent shooter and a okay. Um, it has some scary parts, but not as scary because you could play with it with a friend. But overall, when you do that, it loses its identity. And that's what happened with Dead Space and a lot of those games when they go for let's make a game for everybody. You lose yourself in the shuffle when you try to cater to everybody. I feel like a game should be made for its core audience. A Silent Hill game, because everybody knows I'm a Silent Hill fan, is, is made for Silent Hill fans. Exactly. I mean, yeah, we had that, what was that one that came on a PlayStation Vita? It was basically a dungeon crawler. It should have never had happened. I can't remember the name of uh, it. Something of memories. I got it back there. I don't want to talk about it, but it's back there. <laughs> it was it was a pretty bad dungeon crawler, but you should never try to make your games for everybody. As for difficulty, I don't really mind it. It's not the biggest thing. For me, it's not really about parental support. I believe that comes down to the parent, and the parent needs to be paying attention. There's certain games I know I let my, like, nieces and them play on my uh, PC and stuff when they show up and come over, but I do monitor some of the games. I go, no, nah, no, nah, I can't play this game. I know you can't play that game because the game's pretty bad. Um, but, um, difficulty, I believe, can hinder a game. I mean, for example, Dark Souls, like you brought up, Dark Souls Elder Ring are known, they're notorious for their difficulty setting. I feel like they shouldn't really mess with that. It's made for, it's this one of the selling part, points of a Dark Souls game. Otherwise, you can't have people saying, oh yeah, I beat Dark Souls. They ain't gonna tell you they put it on very easy. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You got, I mean, that. that's the that's the selling point for them. I mean, just, if it's just selling point or it's your big thing, you just leave it out and the fans of it will understand. The people that don't like it, you can move along. There's plenty of other genres in the video game community. And trust me, you'll probably, you'll find one that fits you.
0: Yes, I 100% agree with that. And I, because that was one of the things, now granted, again, I am, I was in that camp before they had mentioned Final Fantasy VII remake initially, where they're like, "Oh, there's gonna be difficulty settings." I was like, "Oh man, really?" Like that was one of the, at least for me, that was one of the bread and butters of the early stages of Final Fantasy. Like when you went to Final Fantasy Seven, Eight, Ten, and you got to those weapons, Ruby repping, weapon, Emerald weapon, stuff like that. Like that is the same caliber as a as a uh, Dark Souls and those things were hard <laughs> like you felt a sense of pride when you actually beat one you know what i mean like it's just like just getting through the story alone on that you have some of those enemies that are pretty tough and it will take you a couple tries to actually get through and you're 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 racking the brain as far as how to do x y and z and it has a whole another level of problem solving but yeah that was that was that looking back at it final Fantasy 7 remake The biggest thing that they wanted to push was the story and the gameplay and how they're going forward because that story is impeccable. It is absolutely wonderful. Characters are awesome. Gameplay is awesome. Absolutely love it, and I, and I get it. So, if you're no longer wanting to go ahead and go the difficulty route, like they had that as an option if you want to go hard mode and stuff, okay, cool, that's for them. But ultimately, though, like they're really wanting to emphasize on the characters in the vision that they do currently have. I get that. Elden Ring is the game I've been playing. I've been actually playing a couple games, but the two that I've been playing the most is Final Fantasy 14, which I'm level 76 now, I believe. Um, so, I'm uh, Final Fantasy 14. Loving that. I'm loving the switch off because they're almost similar but they're different. Uh and then Elden Ring. Uh Elden Ring Elden Ring it it does one of those things where you're walking through. It doesn't explain anything because they want you to kind of learn as you go and everything like that. But you're you're walking through, you're walking through. Very first enemy you encounter, a huge boss that you're not supposed to kill. (laughs) You end up dying and then just goes into a cutscene and you just go on from there. Open the world and wow, it's just amazing, absolutely breathtaking everywhere. Um, uh, I also made the observation I don't know if you could do this in other Dark Soul games or Bloodborne. I have a feeling that you probably could, but um, for me, the first person I saw, he was talking to me and he looked like a gesture, he looked really cool. And I was like, all right, cool, let me see if I can attack this person.
2: Oh, god, yes, you oh, can.
0: Oh, I can attack them. Let me see if I can. Yeah. Kill them. <laughs> I'm hacking him a little bit more. He's just like, oh, so you want to play it like that? Mallets! Bam! Down! <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, yeah, so I can't do that. Yeah, then, on
2: Dark Souls, oh, I'm sorry. Well, well, take it even further.
0: After I died, I had respawned at a point of grace. They're the campfires that's on uh, D- Demon Souls and Dark Souls. I respawned I at a point of grace. He's still aggroing me, so he kills you again, and that just kept on going. Now, luckily for me... That was my feet in the water run to where I didn't actually want to fight this guy in the first place, but I wanted to see if I could if I wanted to. So I was going to recreate my character and everything like that anyway, but I went ahead and did it, and I saw that that was very much a mistake, and I would never do that again. Um, Yeah yeah it's a beautiful game I'm playing that uh, a couple things that and I'm going to do a review about this a little bit later probably over the weekend or something a post review and, and, and just a little thing before we get inside the news portion of this the post reviews is something that's new with ALWT Gaming and it literally is just how it sounds so it's the game that comes out we play it and then we do a review of our thoughts about it after the after the game is out um, then we give it a, a rating on a 10 point scale and then recommend if we should buy if the gamers should try it buy it anything like that Uh, So, yeah. So, I'll be doing my post-review on that. I will definitely say that the multiplayer, which I guess this has been uh, a known thing in Souls game, is pretty finicky. Like, sometimes it just doesn't work. Like, when you're trying to summon someone into your world, you throw it on the ground. You're trying to find the little symbol or whatever. Sometimes it just doesn't show up. Uh, Other times it will take a little bit to load in. And then you finally can see it after that. And then you can summon them in. So, it's just small things like that that's a little... A little bit like not part of my taste because the way that I was getting it was almost like a what we did for Remnant from the Ashes to where we were able to get in and then bam we're just with each other the whole time. I would love for Elden Ring to have that kind type of formula. It doesn't. It's very more of the so uh, dark 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 souls, demon souls
2: type. Yes. Okay, so I have two things. First thing is we I, we do I do know about the mistake about that uh <laughs> i'll let you in dark souls 3 if you kill the guy that does your sword he'll come back and he will never work for you again okay yeah okay. yeah
0: i, I, I was going yeah. to do it anyway but yeah but it's good to know
2: yeah yeah because the one chick uh you know she'll say something to you if you accidentally kill her i did the same thing well mine was more of an accident on purpose, I went there to the button and I started swinging myself. Like, oh, oh, I can hit him, and I was just kind of joking around. Then, like, oh, I just not really a problem. I didn't think it saved but it. Did. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy won't work for you ever again if you do that. Oh, um, wow,
1: yeah.
2: Um, shoot, now I forgot about the question. Oh, the other question multiplayer, <laughs> yeah, multiplayer. So, you have to use like an object for it, right
0: yeah that was a part that was a little tedious too as well but yeah go ahead
2: does it on dark souls 3 you could do that because me i think me and we did it but it increases your chances for invade can you get invaded on yours
0: you you can get invaded yes (laughs) yes you can so okay um, what all right so the thing is that there's this thing called furled fingers I, oh, I know. I've
2: seen, yeah, yeah we have just dried fingers, though Yeah, and, okay. and
0: that's the thing. Everything that's, like, of importance or reusability is finger for some reason. It just looks really good. But anyway. So used for stuff.
1: the potion. Yeah. It's your fingers. You've got three dead Oh, it's even better. <laughs> this should that, be a
0: great potion. <laughs> there's the furled fingers and then there's the finger remedies. So if you're summoning somebody into your world, What would have to happen is that if I'm coming inside your world there, Nineball, I would have to throw down the frilled finger on the ground wherever wherever in the area that we're at. uh, Then you would have to go to that same area that I'm at in your world and then do the remedies to find whatever that gold symbol is on the ground. And then once it pops up, you can click interact with it. You can see who it is. And if you're just like, yes, that's who I want. Bam, you can bring them into your world, and then you guys can go through that area together. And there's a few areas that you can go in. It looks like you can go into the open world, which is, that's the part I was looking forward to. I want to just explore with everybody. And you still theoretically can do that, but the way that we've been playing, like we've been doing some dungeons together, but the way that everyone else has been playing for the most part, but with um, Hey, It's Abs, Gravity Mark II, uh, Ohio, and uh, 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 Silent. The way that we all been playing is that we're kind of going our, through our own base story, and then if anybody's having any trouble, be like, "Hey, let's go ahead and help me out over here." And Silent has been our guru on that because he is a soul is. Yeah, yeah, he not, he, soul. he he knows absolutely everything about he's everything. He's like
2: the specialist. Yeah, 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. He definitely is. So so anything that's been out like that, he's been like, "All right, yeah." Like like me and him, I had now gr- keep this in mind. When uh, I was the one that summoned Silent in my world because I was fighting that very first main boss, Godric. All right, and I and every single time you die after you summon uh, a pers- a player into your world, it your remedy that you use is just gone. I had forty-seven remedies stocked up. By the time me and Silent finally beat Godric, I was down to ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many times we failed. So, and and they scale up wow. the difficulty. Yeah, they scale up <laughs> the di- difficulty. And it's not like he didn't know what he was doing. He was doing what he was doing. But it's just one of those like you get caught one time in the move, it's you're done for. Um, so yeah, That's so I, right. After the first like 15 times, then I started kind of going one-on-one before I brought Silent Pack into it. Just to try to see this guy's patterns. I was just like, okay, I'm not going to kill him. I'm just going to try to see what he does. I was able to get his whole move set down. I was like, all right, cool. I got it. We brought Saturn back in there. A couple more tries. And then, bam, we finally did, did it. And I felt like I was on top of the world, man. Like, what was that? That moment where I was just like, okay, this, is, this game is awesome. So. Uh, but enough about that. Ladies and gentlemen. On over to story number one, which is not even video game related. However, it is still underneath a video game company. Crunchyroll getting more funimation. Look at that. Lon Pitts from GameSpot says this in their article. Crunchyroll has announced that current and new subscribers will now have access to Funimation's library and new streaming content. This migration will complete the initial promise to fans that would bring together the previously separated services into a single subscription. All the while, Crunchyroll's pricing will remain the same. Quote, When we brought Funimation and Crunchyroll together last year, our top priority was to put fans first. End quote, said Colin Decker, CEO of Crunchyroll quote, unifying all of our brands and services under the Crunchyroll brand globally enables us to offer more value than ever before as we combine subs, dubs, simulcasts, library, music, movies, manga into the subscription, end quote. If you subscribe to both services, you might be wondering whether you need to keep your Funimation membership. The merger just updated its FAQ to address that, and it recommends that dual subscribers cancel their Funimation charge. Quote, this also means any series in the upcoming spring season, the biggest on record, stay tuned, and beyond will only stream on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll announced on their site. Mm -hmm. Moving forward, Funimation will only add new episodes of continuing series, which means Funimation users will want to move to Crunchyroll account as soon as possible. End story. Now, Mill Dewey Carrot. What does this story do for you?
1: I mean, it's kind of an interesting move. To be completely honest, um, the reason I say that is because I mean, like I we I've got both accounts. So to be honest, it doesn't truly affect me too much in terms of like having to switch and pay for a different service because I'm already we've already got two. Um, it kind of can. It kind of makes me interested to see. <coughs> oh, excuse me, what they're gonna do with the whole? Um, how am I gonna say this? What they're going to do with the whole pretty much of like, one, the library of Funimation. I'm pretty sure they're going to put it into Crunchyroll. The yeah. entire stockpile, which would be fantastic because there's a lot of good enemies on there that I love and would hate to lose. Yes. Um, the second biggest thing, though, is going to be pretty much um, how am I going to say this? Like, I want to know about changes to services. I know they said there's not any right now, but there could be some coming because like, they're, they're really like, it, this is kind of like a new thing that they just announced. Like I, I, this just came out today and all, I feel like um that they're doing this. So, and what's also kind of interesting is they say moving forward, Funimation will only add new episodes of continuing series, which means Funimation's users will want to move to a Crunchyroll account as soon as possible. But I'm like moving Forward, they will only add new episodes of continuing series. Like I, when you do a merger, normally means that you're getting rid of one of the one of the applications and only using the other. So, are they going to keep Funimation active then? Are they going to like? Is only going to be used for certain things? Like that's weird. But also then, are they going to be able to upgrade Crunchyroll then? Because Crunchyroll has had some bit of issues with players and all. It seems it's also its search functions and filters are like a little bit outdated comparative to Funimations. I would love to see Funimations capabilities, search functions, and tags being put and in, incorporated into Crunchyroll. That would be fantastic. Um, also, just kind of curious about the number of, you know, stuff that they got there in terms of English subs, like uh, English subs, Sorry, that I want to make sure that they keep because that's really kind of one of the biggest things with my thing with Crunchyroll is that they've got some, but it's not as Big of a big of a gallery that Funimation does, so I'm hoping with the merger that not only do we get to keep, like I said, the Funimation English Dubs and everything, but we see an increase on in that, on the Crunchyroll side. Uh,
0: my question going to Nineball. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: my, uh, my, well,
0: I don't want to say question, but my assumption, what I believe is happening here, is that it, this truly is going to be a merger. It's all everything's going to be underneath the Crunchyroll, the continuation of. <laughs> ongoing animes i truly believe that there is some sort of contractual agreement for funimation with the outside company that has to do with animes that's running right now so there you do have funimation originals that's on funimation and they probably have to see that out before they can be like all right funimation is a thousand percent completely finished that's what my thing is um my i'm with you with there is that as far as dubs go I want to make sure that we still have this quality of uh, English voice actors for us to translate and everything like that. Because earlier, as we're growing up, uh, you, whenever you heard the Japanese dubbed, uh, J- Japanese subs, like they just sounded so cool. The only problem is that they just you had to read, and if you weren't a fan of reading, then you probably weren't getting anywhere with that. But they just sounded so cool. The characters matched the, the each character. Like the voice actor matched each character so perfectly. But then when you get on over to the US side, again, speaking of the earlier times, it was like Goku, and he's like, Her, "I'm going to go save the world!" Like, like literally, their voices were that off. Sounded, it sounded, it
1: sounded like a Larry the Cable Guy Goku right there. It, it it <laughs>
0: like was the only thing you were missing at the end was Gear Dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It was not fun. It wasn't good. It wasn't until for me, I didn't start noticing voice actors, at least English voice actors, having that quality of level and connecting with the character into until 2012, um, which actually it was a little bit. Really, I found out about it a little bit later, but the anime that I'm referencing came out in 2012, but that's sort of online. When they started having Kidito like Bryce Pappenbrook as Kirito, perfect. Shirami Le as Asuna, perfect. Like, they started having these, like, quality uh, voice actors and actresses come through. And I don't want to lose that. And I see that a lot. That's the, one of the things that Funimation has over Crunchyroll. I do see that Crunchyroll is dabbling more in dubs, which I do appreciate. And it is the same dubs that's coming over. So I'm wondering if, if them bo- both being underneath Sony has something to do with that, possibly. Um, but I just wa- I don't want to lose that. If you can promise me you don't lose that caliber and you just bring everything that's in the Funimation umbrella inside Crunchyroll and... Uh, and if the prices stay the same, or if it's just a slight increase, I understand they have to increase it at some point. But it, but if it's just a slight increase, I'm for it. I am all for this
2: nine ball. This is weird. Um, I'm probably the only person in this boat that actually like Crunchyroll better than Funimation. No, I I like I like um, Crunch Roll better. No, than I,
1: I love too. Crunchy. I, just, I think they could definitely use some
2: upgrades. Same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Why the <laughs> server to me have problems? I'm not going to say it's it's the perfect place. They had more in the way for me for niche anime. For me personally, I don't particularly mind if it's subbed or dub. If it's good enough to watch, I'll watch either or. And- um, um, It's just, to be honest to me, weird how they're doing it. And it leaves a lot of questions. I don't know. Why they just didn't migrate it on over, completely over with your watch list and everything else. And I don't understand as to why you just don't make the two subscriptions merge and just go, okay, Funimation and Crunchyroll are the same site. I don't think with the voice acting, it shouldn't really be a problem. They're still technically the same place. It's just they get merged into one company. I don't think it's going to affect the voice acting at all. Um well, te- but- it, that's the thing it, it could because
0: Funimation the whatever voice actors contracts that the voice actors and actresses had with Funimation was truly with Funimation. Now they would have to technically if they wanted to, they probably would have to renegotiate for for it to be underneath the the Crunchyroll Live uh, Umbrella versus Funimation since Funimation no longer exists, quote unquote. But
2: that's the issue. I don't know. It, to be honest, it just doesn't make sense in a way how they're doing it. So basically we have to cancel our Funimation instead of them just shutting it down. Yeah. yeah, just migrating and migrating your list, like your watch list and all that. Over the same way, I would say, I did it with when Crunchyroll was part of Verb at the time. And they kind of just migrated on over. And you can just put your Crunchyroll password into there. And it said, oh, there's your Crunchyroll subscription. There you are. There's all your stuff. Well, I would have... To... Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, I will say this, though. Because, remember, these did take several different steps. As far as how this all came to be underneath the PlayStation Umbrella, Funimation and Crunchyroll were two absolutely entirely... Like, they were entirely different things, so maybe they used different codings. I don't know. Maybe they used different setups, and it's just like, hey, we're not going to spend the money to do all this. Just have them delete the account and then sign up with Crunchyroll. You know what I mean? That, that sounds like it would be the easier solution, and that's something that, as a f- anime fan... I have no problem doing it if everything's going to be under one subscription and I get to pay less. Yeah, I don't particularly mind
2: for that. I mean, yeah. that, that's good news for me. I mean, I like I said, I'm a particular fan of Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. I know I have family members and they watch a lot of Funimation, but for me personally, I've always liked it because simply put, I always found it easier to find, let's say, more niche animes in there for deep diving. Sometimes you would hit animes that have not launched on Funimation. Yes. The don't only she's one of them. <laughs> yeah. The only bad thing is what you said earlier. It's harder to find dubs on Crunchyroll. Yes. And that much was true. A lot of those were subbed, and one of the issues with it too was being able to actually find the dub version because they sometimes they would have the dub version, but for some it was sort of I know, it was sort of complicated on Crunchyroll, how they would do it. It was just, hopefully, the only thing I'm going to say is just fix the site. But um, <laughs> we're going to just go. We're going to go back. Um, but I feel like this is actually a good move to have two of them over here to have one big site to go to other than you have this one over here plus that one over there. And they mostly are showing the same thing besides a couple things different here and there. Yeah. And it's good underneath the umbrella of one company to have it set up like that, even if it is underneath Sony, which which, like I said, it's not a big deal to go underneath. And like I said, I'm a huge anime fan. I'm looking forward to it. There's a couple of anime I need to spin back to, but haven't really had time.
0: And this makes perfect sense too, because one, again, both under Sony, both are showing relatively the same. You said it all right there, there nine ball. But one thing that I did not realize until just recently, mm-hmm. if this was kind of in the works, like you saw this working under like behind the scenes, because Crunchyroll, the Crunchyroll app, just weeks ago, came to Switch. It was never on Switch before. So I think that they were setting the groundwork for that. like, hey, go ahead and log in here if you have that. But then also now that's on all the platforms that they wanted to be on, now they can announce, okay, we're getting rid of Funimation, so if anyone that has Funimation right now you want to think about in the next month or so migrating on over to Crunchyroll. And I think Crunchyroll is slightly cheaper, and
2: um, I'm trying to think how much Crunchyroll is.
0: I have a, I have a, let me see here, because I actually have a list of my expenses. <laughs> so let me take a look. <laughs> let's see, let's see.
1: Like, mm, hold on, about the bake book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Funimation oh no 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 Crunchyroll is $2 more
2: yeah Crunchyroll was yeah $7. Funimation 99... I believe is I was paying I think I think I was paying like 60 I, th- I think it was 60 a year yeah, 30 or 60 yeah, a
0: year uh, Funimation is $5.99 a month Crunchyroll is $7.99 a month so it's going to be $8 for right now for the price of Funimation and Crunchyroll together underneath the Crunchyroll umbrella is still going to be 8 bucks as opposed of the 14 that I was theoretically playing monthly.
2: Yeah, and there's the announcement right there. Huge news. The anime world just got bigger. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm all for that shenanigan right there.
0: Mm. Um. Oh, what did I do that for? There we go. Boom. All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. Um, I have my... And this kind of goes inside my number two, and I'll probably be the odd man out. But we're going to talk about story number two real fast, which is this is Spartacus. Story number two, which is Jessica Howard from GameSpot, says this. In response to Microsoft's resounding success with its game subscription service Xbox Game Pass, Sony is reportedly buffing up its own service, PlayStation Now, with even more games and multiple tier options. After being revealed by Bloomberg late last year, this new project, internally codenamed Spartacus, seems to be getting closer to completion as reports regarding its price and contents have now begun to surface. According to a recent report by VentureBeat, PlayStation Spartacus will will offer users three tiers, Essential, Extra, and Premium. However, according to the report, these names are subject to change prior to the service launching. The first tier on the plan, Essential, will will supposedly run players $10 uh, and offers a small uh, selection of games each month, not unlike PlayStation Plus in its current uh, current state. The extra tier starts at $13 and uh, comes not only with the Essential monthly games, but access to a larger catalog of PlayStation titles similar to PlayStation Now. Lastly, the premium tier includes both of these features along with PlayStation Now's streaming capabilities, a library of classic games, uh, and the new game trial features, allowing players to try out new games before they purchase them. However, the report states that the trials will likely have a time limit function similar to EA Play. Sc- uh, subscribing to the premium tier also is also the most costly option, setting PlayStation users back $16 a month. The report states that much like the tier names themselves, the prices of the tiers are also subject to change, however, this general outline of what is expected from Spartacus right now. While the program doesn't offer day one releases, it does uh, help strengthen PlayStation Plus and could transform the program into a great rival to Game Pass. After all, just last month, Xbox reported they had reached 25 million subscribers, on Game Pass. A staggering number that could rapidly grow once Activision Blizzard joins the ranks. End quote. End story. First and foremost, I want to say this again. I definitely want to start off with this one. If you guys recall, back in 2020, November 2020, I had read on a story on one of our All Things Gaming that Jim Ryan had said that they had an answer the Game Pass. I think that this is the answer he was talking about, but... I still would not call this a Game Pass competitor. I do think it's a subscription service. but I, uh, And I was listening to a, a, quite a few other podcasts too as well. Kind of Funny Games as I always listen to them and stuff like that. And Paris Lilly kind of says it best. He's he's a person that really has a good head on his shoulders when he thinks about... He's an, X, uh, he's an Xbox person first and foremost. But he looks at the bigger picture of everything. And one of the things that he did mention was... Does... It would it be nice if PlayStation had day one releases like their God of War Horizon, Ghost of Tsushima, day one on Spartacus. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be amazing. Does PlayStation necessarily need to do that? No. And the reason why is because they're still it's still making sense of what they're doing. Because, again, like I guess right now there's, it's still considered that Xbox is catching up to what they were doing from last gen and... All that good stuff. So with that being said, if PlayStation is still on first, they don't necessarily have to switch too much. Um, th- if they just dis- decide to go ahead and switch it, it would mean that, again, more than likely, Xbox has been ruling in all aspects of it. As far as quality of games, as far as state of mind, all of that stuff. I think, again, this is a good deal for us. I think this is a good position for PlayStation gamers. I still don't. I still think that when it comes down to the best deal in gaming, Xbox still has that rank. Again, you get those day day one uh, launches. Uh, you, all Xbox titles day one are on Game Pass. That's amazing. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, so I'm curious to see what this is going to be like. I, I am in that camp too as well. Still, that I think they could even match it to where you're having. The $16 range be crunch rolls fixed into that too as well. I'm just saying. I know I'm probably the odd man out there. But I want to put it past it. I think that would be a really good steal right there. Um, because again, a lot of gamers do happen to be anime fans. I'm not saying all gamers are. You don't have to be. But, but it's just a nice little service to have as well. It's a nice little perk to add in there. So just wanted to throw that out there. I want to start off with Nineball on this one.
2: Well, with this one, I agree with pretty much with almost all you said. This one, like you said, is not really a competitor. I I was looking at this and I was trying to read more into it because I I'm left with more questions than answers. Yeah, they have a library of classic games and game trials. Yeah, quote unquote (laughs) classic game game trials with a couple of hours to try the game. Yes. But it leaves me with a couple questions. One of which being, will PlayStation Plus be included? Yes, that is. It is. Yes, for okay, all the so, tiers. So PlayStation so
0: just,
1: Plus then. Just to try to clarify, is it PlayStation Plus plus the extra tier prices? I'm guessing.
0: It's yeah. So the, that very that tier price is pretty much what PlayStation Plus is right now. So 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 you get your monthly games, all that good stuff playstation plus plus if you will (laughs) is going to be um that plus a bigger library so very more or less like playstation now and then playstation plus 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 is going to be playstation now playstation plus um streaming services classic games and then game trials
1: so they're no longer doing yearlies then it's all monthly now
0: that's that's the part that I think is subject. Ah, that's like, a good question. Yeah, that, that's that's what I'm curious about cuz I I personally like to do the yearly. Just do same. my 60 70 a, a year and I'm good to go. I I don't all this is subject to change, so I really don't know. It didn't sound they didn't report anything as far as it being like hey, we're not doing you year- annually. Um but at the same time they didn't
2: say that they would either. So I re- I really don't know. Yeah, I don't I mean I like what they're doing. I like the general direction. But I just, like you said, I just don't see it as a viable competitor
0: it to it. Not. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's not. It's sort of ironic when you think about it because actually PlayStation did it first But now- with PlayStation <laughs> Now. It's yeah. just they kind of did it bad because they refused to listen to the fans and just gave them a version of it. I think it was like, they said you could only stream games at 720p when,
0: for uh for when for, now yeah
2: when now first launched yeah and as you know it didn't go well with the fans
0: yeah but even outside and, of that like playstation is notorious for starting a project that has great potential and then just not seeing it through you saw it with the playstation move you saw it with the playstation vita you saw it with the playstation now like all of them have great potential ride it out spend some money into it give it a little tlc and see where it goes from there they they jump ship too quick even for the the, if you think about the ps4 controller alone like there's a lot of features that you could have done early on with the controller where you're like blown into it doing all the little writing stuff the little all that the gyroscopes all that nothing that's why I'm very excited for this generation of PlayStation, because the haptic feedback has been sold ex- exceedingly well.
2: I don't know if you ever really remember this, but I was watching a YouTuber, you probably never heard of him, the Angry Video Game Nerd. Is that he where talked uh, about... Angry Joe's from? No, this was actually, he's one of the first video game people to ever go on YouTube. Okay. But he talked about the old Famicom system, And he talked about Zelda, because he talked about on Zelda. I don't know if anybody ever played, I know y'all played the original Zelda, but if you ever had read the book, it would say, Poe hates loud noises. (laughs) That's because on the Famicom, the Japan version, there was a mic, and you can yell into the mic in order to damage it. That's why it was a mic on that's why on the book, he said, it would say, Poe hates loud noises. To Americans, it didn't make sense, because the Nintendo didn't have one but the japanese famicon had a mic on it. Hmm. Yeah. And I'm surprised that Sony hasn't really tapped in kind of tapped into that. The place they may tap into it later. I mean the PlayStation does have a built-in mic. And I've heard some games ported over aka I was watching somebody and they're talking about Everybody,
0: the game we about play list
2: for the, PS4 a lot. the PS5? PS5. PS5 has a mic. Yeah,
0: I've, I've been using the yeah, I've been using the mic exclusively whenever I play games yeah. with you
2: guys yeah and I know certain games will be increasingly fun for like for example the game we've been playing phobia is the, I guess they're talking about it I think it is coming to consoles eventually it will be interesting to have the mic be active on there <laughs> <laughs> especially during ghost hunts and stuff
1: Oh my god! The amount of uh, in-house <laughs> trolls would be ridiculous. Just someone going by, screaming bloody mary at, and then it's like just next thing you know, the ghost just gets triggered and starts hunting while you're still in the ghost room.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, thanks.
1: Have- it's like thanks, family member. Thank you. <laughs> and they're like, you're welcome. Now do the dishes.
2: <laughs> alien isolation just was mom. like that too. You can turn on like the mic feature on there, and if somebody was behind you and made a lot of noise, they could draw the alien out.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that got turned off real quick by me when I played.
2: <laughs> yeah, those kind
1: of. Features. Too many people <laughs> were walking by in the area when I was playing that game. It's like, nope,
2: nope, nope. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so many games that could. I mean, so much stuff. I do like the haptic feedback triggers, it, it really, really brings the games more to life and stuff, and it really it helps immerse you into it having more in the way of active weight other than just, you just yeah click a trigger and, you know, it just does this thing. Having an actual pullback to the guns and all that makes a big difference in the games. I and I do like that they are exploring that more and more on the consoles and doing that, um making that more and more of a thing on theirs. But I kind of veered, yeah, I veered off. I'm sorry. Well, no, no. i to say. about just, like, just talking and about. And why yeah, am I? In I Minnesota. digress. We, we digress. We're gonna go back to um, Spartacus. Go back to Spartacus. Yeah, it's just, it's just talking about
0: again, just PlayStation sticking with something because you were talking about PlayStation yeah. now, and and now that Game Pass is doing that, so now we're back here. It's kind of a again full circle, rest Spartacus? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah and I like you said. Uh, I mean, it's it's not a it's it's not really a competitor. Yeah. I feel like they're going to have to, Microsoft kind of set a, a bar and they're going to have to either meet that bar or this is just going to be a coexisting option with PlayStation. The only good thing is PlayStation has a mass library. Well, and even, even with, with that statement right there, like if they want to go with the game
0: pass route, then yes, they have to meet that bar. They technically don't have to because, Again, the quality yeah. of games that they're putting out is literally like studio quality. You, you yeah, ju- but the- you're d- towards the end of uh, Forbidden West, and I know you've been loving it. You know what I mean? Like just stuff like that. We have God of War that's down the road. We have Ghost of Tsushima that's going to be coming out at some. It goes to Tsushima two is going to be coming out at some point. Like they just have, they do have those classics that are like pre, like you're willing to spend the $60, 70 bucks on these games just because they're just that
2: good. Like I don't. But the like problem it- with Go ahead. with that is basically this why would i get playstation top tier game pass thing when i'm going to buy the game anyway cuz you have to buy the game
0: well that, and that's that's the thing what this is if you're trying to have it as a game pass one for one then yeah that makes no absolutely no sense this subscription service is i i believe is going to be more catered towards uh double a AA and triple a titles like like more third party stuff i should say i don't think it's going to be anything like first party Stuff I think it's going to be like again. Elden Ring could have came out came out on Spartacus. Uh, uh, Tales of Arise could have came out on Spartacus. Whatever that Shadow Warrior three that's going to be day day and day on PlayStation now currently that could have been on Spart. You know what I mean? Like I haven't I really played Shadow it.
2: Warrior three. I played Shadow Warrior one and two. I got Shadow yeah, Warrior. 3. I mean, it, it looks it's interesting, a- but
0: it yeah. I was about to say it looks interesting, but it is one of those games that is coming. That's the first. In a while, first day and date title that's coming to PlayStation now. So like I see more of that happening, but I don't I like if if they were putting their first party on there, then yeah, it makes absolutely no sense to to do that. But I don't I don't see them doing that. I think this is just another subscription service that is a nice feature to have to play more games, and then you still get the premium experiences with your God of Wars, with your Horizons, with your Uncharted and your Last of Us and all that. Mildewy.
1: I mean, you guys pretty much took the whole kit caboodle, put it on the train, and shipped it out. I mean, good lord.
0: Express shipping, uh, thank you.
1: you. guys used Amazon Express somehow, and I don't know how you did it, but you know, good job doing that. <laughs> yeah, my biggest question was just like, you know, because the pricing, first off, was like the kind of confusing thing. It was like, it will run players 10 US dollars. I'm like, so are we are talking monthly here? Like, is that add-on to the PlayStation... Now, can I just do a yearly thing? Like, you know, that's my big question because PlayStation does the yearly stuff, which I prefer. You know, one down payment and then I'm good to go. Thanks. Um, Versus trying to remember, oh, yeah, I still have that subscription active. That's draining my account monthly and I haven't used it. You know, it's like, no. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, definitely I agree with you guys. It doesn't seem like a contender for Game Pass. I think they're just trying to get their feet wet. So I don't think they're jumping in. To the deep end yet, I think they're going to wade in from the kiddie pool and then they'll work their way as soon as they get used to their floaties and all, you know, to get over there. But, um, I mean, it doesn't seem like they're not, it doesn't seem like they're doing, it doesn't seem like it's going to be bad, Spartacus. I just, I don't think it's not going to be like the most, like, holy shit thing that they could do. So, um, I feel like I said, you know, they're definitely taking their time with this one and kind of walking it down the, the lane versus before. Besides just taking it and dropping it off at the bus stop and handing it 20 bucks and saying, you know, good luck. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, other than that, not much else. You guys kind of nailed it all.
0: I do have a, I have a prediction. Well, not even necessarily a prediction, but I have a question for you guys. For, for, for the people of the court, if you will. <laughs> Today is March 1st. Okay. My two-part question is, one. Is PlayStation going to have a state of play this month? And two, if they do, are we seeing Spartacus in its full details this month? No, do we? Um, I'm gonna
1: say there's a slight possibility of seeing a state of play, but probably not towards till the end of March, maybe. Um, in terms of Spartacus, though. If they do give any details, it's probably going to be kind of what we got here with maybe just a slight bit extra on like, giving like some more information on like what the services inquire with, but I don't, I don't feel like we get too much because it seems like they're still like holding it kind of close to their chest with this one. So I think they're waiting to fully get it finalized and ironed out before they really like talk about it, you know, before they really like announce it saying it's active. So I think until they're really ready to do a release within like a couple months' time, I don't think we'll hear too much about it besides maybe like maybe a little plug in saying we're currently working on it, you know, so, you know, see, wait for more details coming soon type of thing, you know, kind of like what Nintendo did to us with Metroid Prime Forge, put up a thing to Spartacus, and then coming soon, and then that's it. You know?
0: I, I, we're already like, at the coming soon portion right now, technically. It's like, thanks, it's <laughs> like thanks, Nintendo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, love you too. <laughs> Nine balls. <But> yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm um, pretty much in it's pretty much most in the same boat. I mean, if they have it, it would probably be somewhere towards the end of March. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more towards April for me personally, if they do have one coming up. Mm-hmm. um, I believe a hundred percent. They're going to mention it. You don't throw this in the news and then not mention it. At this point, the kittens, it, it's out, it's out of the box right now. So you really need to sell it and get it Ready, so when it comes out, people will know what it is. Not surprise, and what is this? What is this thing on my PlayStation right now? Spartacus, like I don't watch that show. <laughs> I didn't know. It was still streaming.
1: <laughs> Where's the Blood and Sands edition? <laughs> why, are, I, why are parental controls coming up? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I. uh I'm in the same boat as you guys. I I personally think that there's going to be a state of play this month. I don't think it's going to be about um, Spartacus or anything like that. I do think there's going to be a state of play. I have no idea what it's going to be about, but I don't think it's going to be about this. I think that with them announcing, like with journalists have this coming out, Games Beat, GameSpot, I uh, The Verge, all that stuff happening. I don't think, I think April probably, or at least we would hear about Spartacus, if it's just something that's just kind of like a, hey, here's a new good deal for PlayStation gamers. I think anything after April, May, June. So, anything after May, if we don't get a Spartacus announcement by May, and we get and and it's slated to come out on June or July, which is usually around the time period for E3, I think that's the only way that there would be any chance of it being uh, more similar to Game Pass. And what I mean by that is to where, like, if they have some news that they're going to... Because E3, Summer Game Fest, is where you want to do that at. Around that time, I should say. Because I know PlayStation doesn't really be messing with E3. um, But around that time period, I think that if you really have something that you really think you can stick it to Xbox, if you're looking at it that way, with, that will be the time to do it. If you don't, and it's what we are mainly talking about, so it's just a new a good tier for playstation gamers in general then you want to release it at this month next month or the month after so that way it's not being being like oh this is the highlight for e3 or hey this is the highlight for summer game fest this is playstation's uh subscription service and it fell short of game pass like that's not the headline you want you know so uh and on top of that it's known that game uh, that at least for e3 summer game fest time period it is all about the games They are talking about new stuff that's coming out the stuff that they've been working on stuff like that so unless or and then game uh game console releases of course so unless you have something that's like absolutely stellar i don't think uh i don't think it's going to be uh i think it will happen in the next three months um for us hear more about spartacus so yeah find out Story number three, but before we get into that, I do want to go ahead and first tell you guys about RepSports.com, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. If you guys type in LWT Gaming at checkout, as you guys are getting your razor, and your drinks, your water supplements, your workout powders, all of that, you guys will get 15% off if you type in A-L-W-T Gaming at checkout. Again, that's RepSports, R-E-P-P-Sports.com. Type in A-L-W-T Gaming at checkout for your 15% off. Um, but I also wanted to give you guys a little update about our Fantasy Gaming League, uh, which n- not really much has changed since uh, last week. So I won't bore you guys uh, with all the details on that. But if you guys are looking into following us on that, uh, I will say first place is uh, MOGA, which is Make Ohio Great Again, at 56 points. Uh, second place is me representing ALWT Gaming at 29 points. Uh, third place is Zaka Corp at 17 points. Uh you have fourth place is Illuminatus Living at six points. Uh, fifth place is eight, uh, Carrot Patch Inc at zero points, and then uh, Renzokuken is at zero points as well. But he has a counter pick of Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, which is why he's currently in last place. Uh, this week, I think this is Friday actually today, yeah, this Friday, Gran Turismo Seven drops. Which is the next game... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Even before that. So, same day. Same day. We have Triangle Strategy, which is Renzoku And Gran Turismo 7, which is Carrot Patch Inc. Those are both coming out this Friday. So, scores are going to change. Uh, There's still a few open spots on several people's lists. I'm the only person, actually, that has a full list. <laughs> so, everybody else has stuff out that They're kind of playing the field. They're looking at what's about to happen. I get it. I still I feel didn't. like
1: you jumped the gum with that.
0: Who, Me? <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a single regret on any of my picks. Like I, thought I know I think, you don't. I know yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, looking at this, this is a one-attractive list right here. Bars. So yeah, so there you guys have it. Uh, ALW Gaming Fantasy Critic uh, League, if if you will. Um, but yeah, but back to the story at hand. Story number three, and this is a me story. All right, so y'all can just kick back, relax, and grab yourself a Heinz or beer or something. Here in Creer, from Games Radar, says this in their article, and this is FIFA 23 rumored to be crossplay. This year's FIFA 23 will, be, and by the way, FIFA is probably not going to be called FIFA, just so you guys are aware about that. I know it's a whole licensing issue, but there's is a good chance it's going to change its name. From uh, EA is going to change its name more than likely. But this year's FIFA 23 will reportedly include crossplay, and that could mean big things for Madden NFL and other major sports games. Yesterday on February 28th, Xfire report uh, reported that the unannounced FIFA 23 will include crossplay for all platforms. According to Xfire sources, uh, FIFA 23 will introduce crossplay for PC, PlayStation and Xbox cri- platforms across every single in-game mode, so it won't be a case of trialing the new feature before it's properly rolled out. If a new report is accurate, this will be the first time any EA published sports game has attempted a crossplay between any two systems. Currently EA develops and publishes the Madden NFL and NHL games in addition to FIFA, all three which see annual releases as well as EA Sports UFC series, which last saw a release back in 2020. The new implementation of crossplay could have, not have a knock-on effect for EA's other sports franchise. It's not unreasonable, unreasonable to expect EA to explore similar cross-play possibilities with their NFL and NHL franchises that should this experiment go down well with FIFA crowd. Uh, FIFA 23 will be wouldn't be the first major sports to adopt the cross-play. That honor belongs to Sony's MLB series. So, there you go with that. I'm excited about that and that was one of the things that I literally have been saying for the past couple of years. Actually, I haven't said it for the past couple of streams that we've done. Whenever something like FIFA or whatever like that comes up, I understand that there's certain games you just don't do crossplay on. I get it. I get it. I'm still a type of person that uh, if if there's a multiplayer mode online, they can call up with your buddies. I would like to have that, but I understand it. But for when it comes to sports games, I don't think there was an excuse back in 2015. I feel like that those should have been crossplay. From the get go, there's really not much of a difference between any of the games when it comes to sports games. They've been the same for the past five, six years. Like, they've been pretty much the same. You change the small little things. Madden's really doesn't change its formula at all for every two years. So, like, last, this past Madden was the same as the last, last Madden. It was literally exactly so it was every the same Yeah, every two years. It's just a prettier package.
2: It's just a prettier package every year. About it's, about years, it's just two years. <laughs> Been no, it's, been the,
0: it's, it's been the same pretty pretty re, for a very long time, but I know that they switch their formula every two years technically. like You had X-Factors both times, last year and, and this year. They added a little bit more to this one because you were able to get the stadium involved now, which is a cool feature. But at the same time, I was just like, come on now. Like, What else can you do? Go ahead and let us be able to play with our friends on other platforms. I think that's the only way that will kind of more or less justify you buying it yourself a $40, 50 $60, to $70 game. This is really like 60 and $70 at this point. But yeah, that's it's that's cheap. my thing. <laughs> yeah. So, And for anyone that is a sports fan, um, I know that Madden 22 is now free on Amazon. So you guys can add that to your library. And it's also currently on Game Pass. So there you go any commentary on that i know you guys are not really huge sports fans but if you guys have any input
2: the only thing i'm gonna say it should have it it better be Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't see like you said i don't see why it's not
0: yeah (laughs) agreed yeah it's annoying that it took this long but i'm happy that's finally happening because now i can play with my buddy jake He's on PC. He's he switched on over from PS4 and became a PC gamer for a while now. The only games that we can play together with him is uh, Call of Duty. <laughs> that's like the only game we've been playing. But now we can bring FIFA into the mix, and that's how I met my buddy Jake was for, through soccer. So just like it, just makes sense. Story number four: Activision Blizzard getting sued. Dun dun dun. Any magic from? were not yes. they
1: already getting sued?
0: All right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's Eddie Mackey really from GameSpot says this in their story. An Activision Blizzard shareholder is suing the company regarding of the Call of Duty publisher's proposed sale to Microsoft for $68.7 billion. Shareholder Kyle Watson filed a lawsuit in California recently with lawyers saying the proposal is, quote, unfair for a number of reasons, end quote, according to Polygon. Among the claims listed in Watson's lawsuit is that Activision Blizzard's board of directors is trying to obtain, quote, significant and immediate benefits, end quote, with the proposed sale to Microsoft instead of considering what might be the best interest for the company overall. The lawsuit also claims that Activision Blizzard's statement filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission on February 18th is, quote, "materially, materially misleading and incomplete, end quote. It further claims that the Activision Blizzard board failed to create the independent committee pr- composed of disinterested directors to run the sales process. The February 18th statement laid out a very specific timeline of how to de- the, how the deal went down and contained many revelations, including how multiple other companies tried to buy Activision Blizzard, and that CEO Bobby Kotick is reportedly to sent uh, to receive a golden parachute payout. The statement goes on to say that Activision Blizzard's proxy statement regarding the deal is materially uh, deficient, deprives the plaintiff of the information necessary to to make an intelligent, informed, and rational decision of whether to vote in favor of the proposed transaction, and tis thus in violation of the Exchange Act. Who wants to start this one? Because I, I, that was a lot of
2: reading just now. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to take that Oh, my one? God. I mean, I, I love this one. I, right. I don't know if this is actually good news from Black Division and Blizzard. <laughs> All the stuff they went through. And that's the worst you're getting sued for after what you – for, like, literal sexual assault and everything else. And this is the worst. I mean, it's probably, like, Papa
0: Champagne. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Papa <laughs> Champagne. Wow. <laughs> uh, this ain't going to stop nothing I don't even know why he went soon I mean most people knew and most people I watched that were like even when I watched Bel Air and all those they were talking and most people know Bobby Kodak is getting a gold he's getting a payout yeah. he's not he's just getting the money uh, they're going to basically as soon as probably they take over they're going to give him a, basically a retirement package and send him out And that's Um, the part that I think is BS. I don't think
0: companies (laughs) should be... Like, if you've... Obviously, something comes out of it, they shouldn't be able to get paid out for that. If anything, they should be put in debt. Like, you owe the company X amount for violating XYZ.
2: Yeah, that's the business world, though. It sucks.
0: It it, it absolutely does suck, because there's other people that could use that money for better causes than what you're doing, being a prick but go ahead, I
2: digress most of this, they knew about this stuff, it's nothing new I mean, I think this is just some guy saying it's unfair, it's not really going to go far Activision's not even worried even if it makes it to court how much is he going to get I'm going to go top tier punitive damages, $5 million Xbox Microsoft has what? a trillion dollars you think they're going to miss that? I mean, he, he, he probably drops a million dollar bill on the street or something and just hand that to that guy over there. Oh, oh, oh I thought I had a quarter somewhere. <laughs> oh, they don't even know what a quarter is. Buddy. Exactly. I How much is the don't want
1: to talk about the half dollars.
2: I bought this silver thing. <laughs> what are we supposed to do with this? Yeah. What cash does is- this go to?
1: What's this money you talk of? Don't you use bitcoins? <laughs>
2: something else. You don't, you don't even, they, don't, they don't even look at the gas price. They just fill it wherever they feel like. You so have, that's like uh, $7 a gallon.
0: You have any uh, commentary there, Bill Dewey?
1: <laughs> I'm kind of with Nineball. I, I don't... I mean, <laughs> he's probably doing it to call it out, like, and just trying to get something from it because maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe, like, whatever deal's coming forward with it. How are they doing whatever merger directors go through and all that? I've got no clue on business terminology or propositions He's probably doing it because he feels like he's not going to get enough out of it or something. I don't know. Hmm. Um, it could be that, or it could just be that he really is trying to blow a whistle and trying to get something stopped. But it's like, I, I don't see this being stopped at all, like Nineball said, you know. Like, you know, you see about it, it was partially set to receive one parachute, you know, because other companies did try to buy Activision. Like, we all knew that. Knew you that. Know, the minute we you, all knew about it.
2: Titans like this, about every company. I can bet almost every company. I would be surprised if Sony, Nintendo, the whole kid could Maybe even EA may have shown up.
1: Oh, yeah, they did. But then Bill, then Daddy Gates walked in with yep. big old money back pockets and said, all right, when's the bidding start? And they all just like, Forget it. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, yeah. so I would I would have kept bidding just to raise his, his prices up, and then pulled out and made him pay like half, you know over half a trillion for it, and be like, yeah, I can still do that. We're like, good. Burn yeah, the money. On. Is, Burn the pretty. money. Well, here, that's why here, I'm not allowed in auction houses anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I raise the prices too much and then back out. Here, here's the here's the thing. Oh, for me. Here's the thing
0: for me <laughs> that I find very very frustrating. It's a business <laughs> practice and a, and so tied to legal. That's what it is. Like I bet you, because again, like any sane, normal—if you look outside, looking out in—if the person at the top is being cancerous, you remove them. You don't pay them out; you just remove them. But I know what this is. I know this has to do something with legal and business, and that's something that just needs to be relooked at and readdressed. That's really what it is. If you don't reward, I mean, that's what Bobby Kotick is getting right now. He's being rewarded for leaving the company. Like, no, you're I'm still yeah, getting a lot of, that's some beat, that's some, so much bull crap. That is so much crap. That should not be, he shouldn't get a dime when he gets fired. He shouldn't even be there right now. Really, but, I don't know, and, and maybe and maybe if that's what the shareholder's trying to do, maybe he's trying to stop that, but I'm in that same camp with you guys. I don't think anything's going to happen from me. But it's just one of those things that, it's just like, I don't know if this happens in other parts of the world, it but... Does. Yeah, it's just it's it's just a really terrible practice that needs to be reevaluated and stripped from the inside out. Like we just need to we need to be make sure that we're rewarding people that do good jobs and people that do crappy jobs they shouldn't see a dime of anything. They didn't the, f- the,
2: the the biggest problem is basically the FTC. It's like I was watching the thing, but the the FTC so far behind. A lot of this stuff, uh, with a lot of this business practice, that stuff is so old fashioned and it's so. I said so far, but They just now are starting to look in the video game direction. For the yeah. longest time, they really didn't care. Heck, like I was watching one guy, he was talking about that, like, they just realized about Facebook and Instagram. And finally, after, how long have those two been together? Yeah, for a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah they finally, finally starting to look at them like, hey, maybe those two shouldn't be merging and monopolizing the business. And they've been there for God knows how long. No, here's here's the thing that really like also sheds the light on this too as well. Do you guys remember
0: a couple of years back? I mean, I'm talking years, probably at least ten. I said a couple, but years back when you bought your your games online, it didn't matter where you were from. There was no tax. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's because now, 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 as video games are rising in the ranks. People are getting paid from playing video games and stuff like that. They're seeing that profit and they're like, okay, like now we want to get our hands inside this pie too as well.
2: No, well, that's too because the internet sales in general, they've been going up and the amount of people shopping online has accelerated and COVID just made it even worse with that yeah. online shopping. Well, not, I'm not going to say worse. It's just, it became more frequent now. they yeah. took them God knows how long to realize that you know, we can make money from this and then decide, well, we're gonna just tax you online. Yeah, Heck, they hard. haven't even they don't even know how to really regulate Bitcoin right now.
1: Bitcoin's so fluctuational
2: though. Yeah, they, like, they, they don't know what so yeah. they don't know what to do with it. They still trying uh, to be a reader a CBF abyss say, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's abyss in the background. Man.
0: Uh all right so, well, enough about that. Let's go on over to a little bit more positive, maybe. Um, on here, Steam Deck review story number five. Alessandro Babosa mm-hmm. from GameSpot says this in their article Ever since the launch of the Nintendo Switch back in 2017, the perception of what a handheld game device uh, can be has changed. No longer are handhelds regulated to good hardware, trapped by inherently technolo- technological uh, limited, limited games. Instead, they're now capable of letting you take console quality experiences on the go. There's been an explosion of similarity compact PC devices attempting to mimic the success of the Nintendo Switch by letting you take your PC games uh, library with you anywhere with some mixed results. While there are great devices out there now, such as Aya Neo Pro, they are still limited by the capabilities of mobile hardware, while also costing a lot more uh, than its performance suggests. However, Valve's Steam Deck addresses both pitfalls entirely, with cutting with cut with cutting-edge hardware, thoughtfully uh, thoughtfully designed economics, uh, ergonomics, my bad, and satisfying controller layout and a software layer that simplifies PC gaming. The Steam Deck makes it a breeze to link your Steam account and get started with your library on the go. Better yet, it has come. It comes in uh, at a reasonable price starting at $400 and reaching only $650 for the highest tier model uh, essentially half the price of of its closest competitors. While that alone is impressive, it's in how well the Steam Deck performs that it becomes clear that it doesn't have much competition at all. With the AMD uh, AMD Zen 2 and RDNA uh, 2 APU, the head the head and shoulders above the Intel XE and Radeon Vega-powered portable gaming devices that made it to uh, to the market in the first place, creating a situation where you shouldn't really be looking at an alternative uh, alternative if you can get your hands on a Steam Deck. End quote and story. So, I personally have been looking up a couple of reviews online. Um, one of them for, was from Jeff Grubb from GamesBeat. And he is completely in awe of the Steam Deck. I'm actually gonna go there right now. Uh, Nineball, you went ahead and purchased your uh, your Steam Deck online. I know you're getting yours in quarter two. Uh, what are you expecting from this thing?
2: Uh, I'm expecting a lot. I've seen, it looks fantastic. From what I'm hearing, it plays amazingly. I just read some ratings earlier today and I think they rated it an eight out of 10, which is great for the hard drive. And the price, like they said, is really good. Most of the other ones I've been checking, like on Amazon and stuff, most of them are between 1300 to $1,500. A Steam Deck is all theirs, plus, plus have, like I said, half that price. It's really di- it's really good. I've heard complaints so far of stick drift, but I don't know how accurate that is yet from the, some of the first ones, but i'm not really sure so i'm not gonna really go into it yet but the library should the library's, i want to say it looks pretty decent for starting and it's going to get bigger as you go on as more and more looking at direction and put more and more into it i feel like this is the right um idea for steam because to be honest a long time ago steam tried this before with the steam With the steam, the steam machine the steam machines, but it it was a mess. Yeah. The steam machines were a it was a just a total mess. There were so many different types, so many different models, made by so many different people. You didn't know which one was a good one. Yeah. And they have been trying and trying and trying to get it more into the household. Uh we have like the Steam link, which let me see if I can find it. Where this comes from. I don't know, yeah,
1: Steam Controller. <laughs> yeah.
2: Steam machine. I remember
1: they had a oh, they, this a was deal like, a long time ago. Like you, you get like ice, like the game ice with like that's when I got Steam Controller. Ice, ice
2: yeah. in this for like seven dollars.
1: I was gonna do it, but I decided I was like not to. And
2: and I like, still got my Steam Link because it's 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 right there. Yeah. They had a deal with that too. Yeah, you could just stream. Well, what it does it allows you to use, like, it has, like, controller ports. Like, I could put, like, PlayStation or Xbox controllers in these ports. And you could just stream your games from your thing to your TV.
0: Um, I went ahead and pulled up the, the Games GamesBeat article here from Jeff Grubb. And this is what he said about his review on this. Valve is actively rolling out Steam Deck systems to people around the world. I've had one for a few weeks, and I'm still diving into many of its features. The latest feature uh, to impress me is the Steam Deck's excellent built-in microphone. This should make the device a great way to play games online with friends, as long as those uh, ga- those games work on Valve's handheld. But popular games like Elden Ring already work, and this is what you will sound like in the uh, if you hear... Uh, to your crew if you use the Steam Deck, and he has like a little audio on there. Which you guys, you guys could go to VentureBeat.com, go to Jeff Scrubs' article, and you guys will see it there. Um, and you, if you guys want to listen to it, the Steam Deck, uh, uh, the Steam Deck also has two mics built into the face of the display. Uh, you can see two tiny notches at the top of the screen if you look closely. The device uses these mics for both record your voice, but also detect and eliminate background noise. Of course, the mic will sound different when going through the compression of the Steam's voice chat. The good news, however, is that you can run Discord in the background without much effort. I tested that, and I'll be writing a story about that soon. For now, I'm impressed by the Steam Deck's mic. It uh, sounds crisp and clear for the communication, but you also won't be sound of, also won't sound of uh, sound out of place if you end up on a friend's Twitch stream. For example, uh, for example. Is yet a, another high quality component that feels supremely well considered how out uh considered out of Valve's hardware engineering and design teams. And then scrolling down a little further. That's something else. So yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. But yeah. So yeah, so and yeah, get, yeah, Jeff Grubb and, and this one definitely has been digging the Steam Deck for sure. Um I am definitely curious to see. How that's going to turn out but i do want to oh here's another one right here this is it this this is the real one i was looking for uh he did say stop comparing the steam deck size to nintendo switch or any other dedicated uh, gaming handheld uh, valve software has delivered a cutting edge handheld pc with mind-blowing specs at even more mind-blowing uh prices and in the context this is a this is a tiny gaming powerhouse that is going to change the way i play games forever the Steam Deck launches today for whatever that means. Uh, you needed to pre-order it months ago for a chance to get one by the end of this year, let alone by the end of March. Uh, but the device starts at $400 and goes up to $529 and then $649 as you add more and faster storage and feature uh, extra features. But even that base model comes with a powerful and efficient AMD, Z, uh, AMD Zen 2-based PCU and RDNA 2-based uh, video clip chip. You also get a massive 16 gigabyte of speedy LPR, uh, LPDDR5 memory and a mega menagerie of output options. Menagerie, I don't even know what that word is. With all that, uh, you get to experience games on a 7 inch uh, 1200 by 800 screen. There, yep. And it has even more how the Steam Deck fits into my life. Is it too big? Steam Deck is just so darn good at playing video games, stuff like that. He, yes, Jeff Grubb absolutely loves this thing, as you guys can kind of tell and hear from that.
2: I'm
1: happy for Steam Deck that it's coming out. Like, I'm glad that it's doing so well that we're able to get Steam PC games to people who probably don't have the capability of getting a higher end PC and all. You know, I'm definitely happy for that. I'm definitely glad that they're doing that. Uh, What I don't it's more just me as a personal pc gamer I play on such a higher end of pc scaling so for me the steam deck would be just that thing that i could take to go if i did it, it's a downgrade one it's yeah. downgrade but two it's also it's that thing you could pick up and go like if you go on vacation or somewhere or traveling out somewhere to have on your hand but if you most of the time if you're just at home or you can wait an hour to get home and like just you know, to play your games it, it's not that big of a thing. I'm not trying to put people off the sales. I'm really not. Because if you don't have a PC, it's a, it acts as a PC, guys. Literally, it does. Like It's got an OS system on it. You can um, install Windows on it if you want to. You can remove the Linux, install Windows. You can run it as a PC. It's going to run as a low-end PC, but it's a PC still. And then you can still download Steam and play the Steam games. You know, that is our, cap- our compatible with it. It's awesome. I love it and approve of them for doing that. Um, Nintendo, take note. You know, <laughs> um, But for me, as like a hardcore PC gamer, or I call myself hardcore one, but I am not the most hardcore one. Like those people are. (laughs) Uh, They shell out the money for their rigs. Uh, But I like my build and having the amount of space I do uh, have. And then also having the capability of being able to do all of, uh, handle all my mods and other games and everything that I've got in on there. And also be able to play all the library. Because right now I do know it's, limited it's not fully limited like there are a lot of games in the steam deck that can be played it just um i would look through it and there's some of the ones i really want to play that aren't on there yet currently and that's really is on the developer side so um as nine thing says like as time progress with the steam deck being out and all i'm pretty sure more and more developers will start migrating their games over to it which will make it even better to begin with so I'm gonna say starting off with if you're a first time like you know, PC buyer, like getting into the PC gaming world for the first time, Steam Deck would probably be the most fantastic thing for you. If you're one who like does a lot of traveling and wants to have your Steam games with you on hand, even better. Go ahead and just drop one and get it. Um, but other than that, I mean, I'm not negative to this deck at all. I'm just very, I'm more of a practical and cautious person on these things. So for me, a Steam Deck kind of really wouldn't work too well. But for someone who's out traveling around and all or just getting their hands first time or doesn't even have the capability of buying a rig, you know, that like nine ball and myself have or the one, like, you know, that we got you there, Malachi. Um, you know, it's definitely it's like, what, six, seven hundred dollars for the, the most high end tier one.
0: Yeah, uh, nine six, ball. Six, yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's cheap, guys, in terms of some of the higher end rigs that you can get or some of the better rigs that you can run. Unless you're getting discounted box open parts, which is really not recommended. That's at your own risk. Don't have a um, used part.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> it's really not recommended, but the, you know, there are people who risk it. So. Risk
0: it for the biscuit. You know what we're not going <laughs> to that, risk that,
1: it That's a soggy biscuit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what we're not going to risk is story number six, which is some fun ones for you guys. PlayStation Plus games and Xbox Gold games. So, just a real quick one, because we've got two minutes left, and then that's actually the end of the show. So, on here, PlayStation Plus Games. Demi Williams from GameSpot says this in their article from GameSpot. Um, March's PlayStation Plus Games free are now live now. Subscribers can claim four games. Ghost Runner, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, Team Sonic Racing, and Arc Survival uh, Evolved. So, all the I like games. I
1: the last one. Mm-hmm.
0: All the games are uh, all four games are available for free up until April fifth. So make sure you add them to the library this month. Again, that's Ghost of Tsushima Legends. So if you guys have Ghost of Tsushima, the the initial uh, title, you guys already have Legends, so you guys don't have to worry about that. But more of your friends guys can jump in with you. Team Sonic Racing, y'all don't want to see me in that because that was my jam next to Mario Kart. Arc Evolved, which is that MMO RPG um, back in the uh, prehistoric era.
1: Uh, MMORPG, so, Well, I mean, it has it has MMO capabilities, um, I mean, and it depending upon server based. Um, think of it's pretty much just like you know Jurassic World with steroids.
0: Well, it's not a it's not a strategy like it's not real like a RTS or anything. Like you're actually first person. It's, no, like, like it's more. It, it's closer to it's, Conan. A,
1: it's 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 Conan mixed with Jurassic World. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. So pretty much like the the element the the mechanics of Conan replaced with the overlay of um, Jurassic World and having T Rex is being able to own your ass. Right. Yeah. And, and Ghost- you not even knowing that they're there until they're there.
0: <laughs> and then Ghost Runner is a free download, but it is only on PS Five. So if you guys do not have a PS Five right now, I would highly recommend you use the the PlayStation app trick, which is literally go inside the PlayStation Store on your app. Go to the PlayStation Plus selection and then add it to your library because I don't think it will show up on the actual console. So make sure you guys are doing that through your phone app if you don't have a PS5 but want to have Ghost Runner for the future for when you do get a PS5.
1: Pretty sure you can also do that on PC PC as well on their website. Yeah,
0: the little PlayStation app on PC, yeah, I believe so too as well. Like you just
1: log into their site though. I'm pretty sure you can do it with just a login.
0: Even better, even better.
1: (laughs) I would (laughs) think. I haven't tried it. I use the app.
0: A, well, we don't <laughs> have these that because all three of us have PS5s. X- well, if
1: I'm away from my system, <laughs> I use the app.
0: Xbox Gold is Dan Hickey from Xbox Wire says this. It is time to announce the March Games for Gold lineup. On Xbox One and Xbox Series XS, we have The Flame in the Flood, which is available now. Street Power Soccer, which is available on the 16th. Sacred 2 Fallen Angel, which is available now, and SpongeBob's Truth or Square, which is available on the 16th as well. So if you guys are have Xbox and any of those g- games tickle your fancy, make sure you guys add it to your library.
1: I like Flame in the Flood, so I'm actually kind of happy that that's going to someone, that they'll be able to play it. Um, it's, a really, it's a very linear um, but nice uh, survival-style game. So yeah. I enjoy
0: it.
2: I okay. believe you said tickle your fancy. Tickle thy fancy,
0: ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this has been episode nine, season two of All Things Gaming with your ALWT Gaming crew. I have been Flash Thirty Six. He has been it's the Nightball. He has been Mildewy Carrot. Uh, this Thursday is going to be we're going to be resuming our SIN segment. That's right, it is Strength in Numbers. We're going to be playing so, again. Yeah, we're going to be playing a game from 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, until roughly about 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are going to play that game every Thursday around the same times, so if not sometimes earlier, until we complete that campaign-style game. So we will let you guys know what that game is manana. Until next time, everybody. Control. Alt. Complete. complete. Peaceums. Love you guys.